Yay! May I? Please. I was asking where you were. They we told were, me that you were napping in the corner. I don't know what that meant. We were just saying that your your personal life Dan, is can I have your can? way too exhausting for you. You're, you're doing yoga. You're doing basket. You're doing running. What oh, jeez. You. Oh, another bad. another New York casualty will be in limbo for two weeks. What other activities do you have besides those three? And you join a gym now? Yeah, but uh, that is stopped. Uh, I'm already live. We're, everybody's fine. Oh, God. Pre-roll. This group is a mess. <laughs> we are. Yeah, but I'm trying to get busy. Wow. <laughs> I like to get busy, too. But. <laughs> get busy with it. <laughs> I don't have kids. I don't have kids. My <laughs> boyfriend is in Argentina. I have to be busy, so <laughs> I join all the activities that I can. You gotta get busy while you have the chance. Yeah. When right? the cat's away, the mice will play. Is that the? Yikes! <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't listen to this. Right? I hope not. <laughs> oh, Elisa. What? Nothing. I'm Nothing at all. just drunk. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> You're drinking coffee. I'm not fine. drunk. I'm just drinking. <laughs> Much better. <clears throat> Uh, so, so is that, was that it? Was that pre-roll? No, we were, okay, fine. Yeah, that was pre-roll. Sure. We were what? What were you going to say? It was still just kind of banter. Do now we're, now we're engaged. Now we're all official. Now we have to uh, announce ourselves and begin officially. Okay. Pre-roll check. Introductions check. <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> so this group is pretty much consists of a bunch of people who are going, the Cubs are going to start, so we have to get out of here as quickly <laughs> as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Introduction, <laughs> body, let's get summary. Let's go, let's guys. Go. Come on. We're out of here. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. A group that's too consumed, uh, i.e. me, with, like, a work task that's pissing me off, and others who just want to go to sleep. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Today the beers were so so high. So. Well, the one, the, the first one was, and then I, I thought you were 11, pretty great. Eleven percent. That's pretty high. Their first one. <laughs> yeah. But then, then I, I I, you ordered 10. a second beer before your first one was even like a quarter that's, of the way gone. That's like a Dion move. That was <laughs> she's she was learned, chasing. She's she was learned well though. She savored <laughs> those last. Bits of that eleven percent. Yeah, it's true. Well. Yes, because you you wonder what is going on with my beer, but I wanted to save that because it was so good. An empty buffer is a wasted buffer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, w I'll start us. We are the Worldwide IT guys. We are here for podcast number. Fi what did we say? Fifty nine. Fifty-nine. Wow. Um, Almost sixty. And uh, <laughs> wow, it's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> um, we are the Worldwide IT guys. I'm Steve. I'm Dion. I'm Dan. John. Ross. Elisa. And uh, yes, we are once again the Worldwide IT guys, coming at you from the uh, wonderful merchandise mart in Chicago, as usual. Um, and we don't have, so we're missing uh, usual. We're missing Sean today, and we know that he is with us in spirit, but he had some things he had to deal with today. Uh, so we will kick this off with technology. <gasps> so I don't know if you guys even knew this. 
but Microsoft had their big announcement day today. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Did you they guys beat know Apple this? To market with so many things. It's did did you guys realize Windows Phone 8? Yeah. This was going on. Yeah. Are you talking yes. about the computer with the hockey puck? The computer with the hockey puck. So that was part of the big announcement. So they 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 announced what, <laughs> so what I saw. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Hang on. What I, I saw. Yes. I saw two things. Mm -hmm. One was um, the Windows 10 update, which they referred to as Creator, I think, um, which has. Uh, it seemed like uh, who cares? It seemed. Excuse me. I'm sure creators think this is amazing. Um, but there are things that they've built in. They've done a bunch of 3D modeling. They put in their product. They've introduced some things to make that uh, interesting across their platform of products. Um, yawn, yawn, yawn. The the big event was, to me, what you're describing. They introduced a new Surface device. So they they introduced uh, the upgraded Surface Book. So more power more capability, higher processor, yada, yada. That's the new Surface Book computer, uh, which uh, my son owns one, um, and he loves it. He loves the original, so this will just be more of the same. Um, but, yeah, there's th this new thing called a Surface Studio, mm. which looks an awful lot like an iMac. Um, however, mm. it has a hockey puck. It has a hockey puck. We'll get to the hockey puck. But, <laughs> like, you know how a, an iMac is a nice thin screen, but not really because it kind of bows out at the back? Mm -hmm. um, this is like a really thick, it's like a surface thickness screen, and it's big. It's, I think it's 27 inches. 27 inch 4K. It's almost display. a television. It's yeah. a beautiful screen. Mm -hmm. um, it does have, like, the stand part of it. That's where all the guts are. That's where the actual computer is. So they've taken what Mac put in the back, kind of as a bumped-out bit. They put that in a box underneath, which is part of the stand. But they did the other thing, which they said, hey, it's a Surface. It's still the touchscreen device. It has all of the surfacey stuff. And you can take that big screen, which is up here, like you're facing it like a normal monitor and you can fold it down just like you can a surface to like a 20% and write on it. And it becomes a big canvas that you can work on. So, hmm. and that's why it's called the studio because art people and creators have this tool that they can do this. So I think it's a cool looking device, but the hockey puck is that worth anything? I, I don't know. Like usually, what, what, explain what, what the does the hockey puck do? So apparently, you have this. You have the pen in one hand, and you have the hockey puck in the other hand. And Dion actually sent the link to one of Logitech's devices that did a very similar thing back in the day. But apparently, it acts kind of like shortcuts and changing between different tools and whatnot. But I mean, I don't. I would have to use the device and see what it does because I usually have my left hand on my keyboard. So I'm doing everything. But think about it. What they're doing is they're saying, you're not going to do that. Why? Because you have a pen. You have a pen in your right hand instead of a mouse. Right. And you have your hand on the hockey puck because you're not going to be typing. You, you can't have a pen and type at you the same time. Write. It's more of a dial. You're right. writing mm -hmm. and you're working with the dial. 
Where's your coffee at? Where's your coffee? <laughs> You're not allowed. You can't be touching anything else, John. I know that's no you know. drinks in the computer lab. Your hands are full. So, but why not? I, I, I mean, I would still have to see what this thing does, but I, I kind of can't justify this an additional device because I kind of see this working as a multi-touch type thing. Like you could probably do like a multi-gesture because if you have your left hand available, you could do like three fingers swipe down, two fingers swipe mm. down. Yeah. That I, sort of thing. I, I I agree. I'm questioning the value of this device. But did you see what apparently, like, it sits on the desk and it, like, does certain things when it's on the desk next to this device. But when the device, when your screen is folded down, what you can do is you can put it on the screen because it's such a big screen. Right. And it's context aware. So it goes, oh, now I'm on the screen and therefore, and the screen is in app X. So now... This is a menu selector based on what you're doing. So Physically if you're in Photoshop, turn the image or <clears throat> push down and get to functions, and then instantly click to a. It helps you draw circles too. You put it on the screen, you just draw, <laughs> you around, draw around, around it, it. <laughs> trace it. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. We couldn't you use can make like a can of beer for that or anything. Tires oh, really but well. Yeah. Doesn't. <laughs> I actually isn't uh, isn't going to be replaced that just touching the screen to say I'm here. And <clears throat> I don't need any other device to say I'm here. Minority report. Well, I, I Ross, I think is uh, that's what he's saying, right? Mm. So you have a pen what and you're I, doing your do thing here, and you can use your left hand. You know, why do you need a thing? Yeah. If you put you like all five of your fingers down, and turn it to the right a little bit, you could get the same kind of yeah, just like like in a touch bar that Mac actually already have, maybe a evolve that touchpad to be more have more gestures in it or i don't know or maybe the the screen have some recognizing in, in to your gestures the thing that i shared was the logitech uh tool dial and the tool dial was essentially what we're looking at is, uh -huh. is it was a dial that when you were inside a contextual menu allowed you to dial between the options in the menu so i actually bought it for a bunch of art directors and our agency and let them say hey this is state-of-the-art go go to town with your Wacom tablet uh, stylus and try the dial to go inside and out of your menus and and see if how this works with layers and things like that right spent time programming each of the functions in the dial because it had 12 mm. different things so they're working with a pen on a stylus with a dial and Art directors didn't like it because they knew all the shortcuts with the fingers on the keyboard yeah. and they were drawing anyway, right? The only person that kind of liked it was the guys who were in video who were used to a shuttle mm -hmm. dial. So a shuttle dial is basically I'm looking at a video and when I, when I roll the dial to the right, it fast forwards to a point. If I roll to the left, it reverses back. So they were already using shuttle dials to go in video, right? So fast forward, rewind, mm. fast forward, rewind, right? So they were comfortable with that. Having the extra ability to click and then go into menu items to say, I want to cut, copy, paste, blank, 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 whatever. You could, you could program it to be whatever. Those guys were like, this is cool. So it was a function that I, I felt like had great potential but over time with touch screens, iPhones and all the Android stuff and 
even the surface itself, like like you guys have said, five fingers equals a dial. Yeah. Done. Mm. Like yeah. I, I can sense. You don't need another device. Unless you're Rahm Emanuel. <laughs> right. Ooh, if, ouch. Wow. For our listeners, if you happen uh, to lose, Google Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel, uh, stubby. If you happen to um, lose and, uh, the device, yeah. you don't have the, so the ability anymore. I do anymore. kind of feel like, yeah, it's it's more of a crutch at this point. You you could have just said five fingers on the display yeah. would have equaled the dial. And then if you, with touch sensitivity, clicked for the function menu and whatever, right? So, so how many of those devices got thrown against walls by... Yeah, the, <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I... I um, actually, I have a price. Two of them made the move. Let's just put it that way. I, I have a price range for you guys if you're curious. So the cheapest one. Uh, cheapest what? Cheapest one. Cheapest Microsoft Surface Studio. But hang on. But hang on. We're talking about the hockey puck. The Yeah, the studio device, which initially will include the hockey puck. Yes. Is what? Uh, between three thousand and four thousand two hundred dollars. That's not what I saw. I, I thought the first, the entry level was like twenty five hundred bucks, and it's and it, you know it's not I mean, insignificant. Yeah. But remember, five hundred dollars is device. what? Yeah, five hundred dollars yeah. is what a computer, a functional computer, not very very fancy computer, but at least a basic computer costs. So we are talking about. But but hang on, that's fully loaded. That's with a display and a mouse and a exactly. keyboard and the whole nine yeah, yards. Everything you're gonna get a five hundred dollar computer. Yeah, it's not even close to what what this device is and does. Well, this device is basically a high end computer with a Cintiq tablet, a large Cintiq <coughs> tablet on top of it. So a thirteen inch Cintiq tablet is eight hundred dollars. I don't think that they make them in. 27 inch i think the largest one is around 24 and that that one is about 2500 dollars. so you add an additional 500 for a decent computer that at least is talking about you're looking at three thousand mm -hmm. dollars which is about the microsoft surface yeah it if they pull it off and make the hockey puck actually be worth something and the whole thing right. kind of packaged right. nicely my, yeah my so initially what they are saying is if you pre-order like you can go out right now and order one of these devices and they go up from there like you can spend like four grand on this thing or something it's like you can spend a lot of money on this um but if uh what they're saying is there's they're releasing it you can buy it right now anytime pardon me anytime between now and december they're going to give you what do they call the thing the hockey puck they called it something the hockey uh, puck. I like hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to give that to you as part of the package, but only until December. After December, they're going to charge you a hundred bucks extra for the <laughs> hockey puck. Your point, if they make it worthwhile, I think they need to package the hockey puck. They have to say it's part of when you buy this thing, you get it, right? And then they have to find a way to make it valuable. Surface dial. Surface dial. They have to make it valuable beyond that. Why they're saying, no, 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 pre-order now. They're trying to give you incentive to buy it so you get the hockey puck. Guess what? I want the device. No, I'm not going to buy a device. But I want that device because of the device, not because of the hockey puck. That's not the incentive to make me buy it. It's the fact that I'm going to buy in 
to the Windows ecosystem, the studio experience, and this big monstrous and, canvas that and I can work Adobe with. has to embrace it. And yeah, yeah. But and if it's running Windows 10, for example, I mean that then it's it's fine. I mean Adobe's going to run on it. It's going to be. But Windows. Adobe embracing has to the puck. The, oh, the dial. The dial. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I believe the Surface Dial, if it's pre-programmed with functions ahead of time for each application that it integrates with, that'll be huge. That's up to each application development team but to do that. But people still have to embrace it. So if it's there sitting on their desk because they spent three grand on this display, they are going to like try it in each app at least right. once, right? But they're going to be just like the people that you gave this thing to who didn't embrace that's my point. It's like they already know where to go in the menu system and this other thing, I don't want to deal with The keyboard shortcuts seem to be um, an, an inherited thing. If you are an art director or some sort of production guy who's on a computer all day working on clips and cuts and Photoshop and Illustrator, you, you, the shortcuts just, they're embedded in your I, brain. I had, I, to retrain it to do it on a dial doesn't make sense however as we're teaching next generations with the z avoiding avoiding keyboard shortcuts and using to the going moving to the dial format that may be a different millennials the whatever whatever gen a is going to be because we've started over right we've gone past millennials xyz now we're back to a i think right so whatever a is going to be that's it, right? This is a dial with a stylus and a touchscreen. We've we've been through this before with Microsoft. They redid all the Microsoft Office menus. The people that have been using it for years hated it, and the supposedly the ribbon, they hated yeah, the, ribbon. the ribbon, and the new users love it because it's more intuitive. I don't understand why, but um, apparently it is. So. Because it's very hard to switch. I had a similar thing. I switched to from Windows to Mac when I came here. And I tried opening Photoshop. And I already have all the Photoshop shortcuts memorized. I was handicapped. I, I couldn't. Everything was switched over because I don't really think about the, the buttons that I'm pressing. I'm just, I have this mechanical movement that I do. So what I ended up doing is I just remapped all the keys on the Mac to match the Windows keys so I can actually use Photoshop. That's one way. But, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but but average user is probably less less savvy user, put it that way. I couldn't just go through learning new shortcuts because I was fast with the Windows shortcuts well, and I wanted to stay that way. So that's very interesting because I, I, I agree. So like in Windows, there are shortcuts that are specific to Windows with, the, you know, the Windows key, the control key, exactly, whatever. Yeah. Mac's got the same thing. Like. I would tell people to always just do Apple W to close window, Apple Q to quit, right? Or command, whatever it is nowadays, right? Um, and I feel like those shortcuts, which are platform dependent, um, could go away if things like these contextual menus, dials, are used instead where they're universal or in apps that say the same thing. So you have to hit the same key with the letter to do the same thing. Basically universal shortcut keys, both platforms. The thing that I find is interesting is Microsoft, the day before Apple announces, 
and I'm not going to go on an Apple rant. Nobody needs to worry today. I'm not. I'm very friendly. I'm happy. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the world of technology is growing everywhere. Screw you, Dion. And I am embracing it. Okay, but um, so Shiny. Apple tomorrow may announce some sort of new laptop with a contextual menu dis- uh, touchscreen on the top <gasps> of the laptop. So it changes depending on where you are, and it shows you options depending on the app that you're in. So imagine the row above the function keys having a line that lights up with options. But are they going to introduce a touch screen? Are they going to introduce a surface-like experience? It's an OLED touch panel on the top of your laptop that either replaces or sits above the function keys. That presents you options based that, on being in Photoshop or Safari but or whatever. That, yeah, that will didn't be answer in the my keyboard. Question. Sorry? In the keyboard, no in the, yeah. in on the, the screen. Keyboard. It's a physical new row or it replaces function keys with a, an OLED line that either lights up with function keys based on the fact that you're in this app or it lights up with Photoshop function key different. Like it changes based on the app that you're in. But what if I'm on my Mac Pro? <laughs> <laughs> do they still make that? They do, actually. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to sell a keyboard with the OLED line and that changes. This is the problem yeah, but with Apple. Steve asked about I, touching a screen. I like want to know if they're introducing a Surface-like experience where there's touch screen capabilities. I don't know. There is no rumors of them going to being able to touch the screen. The rumor is kind of actually a backwards model in that they're actually introducing a row, uh, a solid row of touch screen on the keyboard right they're 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 introducing a a modification to the keyboard not changing the screen experience because i think they want to keep their ipad pro market and their laptop pro you know macbook pro market separate yeah Yeah. in my opinion which is horrible because they let they kind of led the way it's like hello you could touch the screen why don't we just make everything Mm. no they didn't do that so they continue to just keep their Markets fragmented. You buy this to do this. You buy this to do that. And there's no one all-in-one solution. But Microsoft seems to be providing that right now. And yeah. You could buy a Surface Pro that seems to be a computer and a tablet and a creative tool all-in-one. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Actually, if so. you have that nice keyboard with a touching screen, you can complement mm-hmm. both. Yes. Sure. What if your MacBook Pro had the touch screen? You would love yeah, that, right? And what if you could sure. just flip it backwards and start using it like a tablet? Sometimes I just need to go straight to one option. I don't have to click on a contextual menu and go blah, blah, blah. Just touching the screen is enough. Sure. But, yeah. 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 It, it, the, the, the announcement of a, a toolbar, like, keys if you will. We'll talk about we'll talk about that tomorrow cuz they're backwards. they're, they're going to next week. They cuz they're going to like Microsoft won because they did their event the day before Apple, right? So they totally the, win. They totally win they're because first. they they delivered yep. on podcast Wednesday. So here we are covering Microsoft immediately. Apple will they'll get their time A next week. week. Yep. They'll get their time next week because we'll have an opportunity to see it and talk about it and, and decide what we want to. Who knows? Maybe uh, they're going to revolutionize laptops forever. Uh, we'll, wow. we'll just be I like just, amazed. I, I, Microsoft was like, 
I had it running in the background while I was doing other things. And they talked a long time. And all I got was the, the Surface Studio thing out of it. Like, there must have been other stuff that they had to say. They must have had a ton to talk about with respect to software and what was going on with that. But it just it didn't capture me. It didn't deliver for me. This was the thing that delivered for me. So I'll be interested to see what Apple does tomorrow. Um, and I'll be interested to see if the studio actually captures some of because that's like right in the mac world right mm -hmm. the creator world <clears throat> does not exist they've been they've been pushing that hard uh, you know the the artist or the photographer that says i can't do that on my mac yeah which you know in the i thought that was pretty bold in the commercial they're acknowledging the photographer has a mac but he can't do that on his mac uh-huh um so uh, yeah we'll see how the market plays out and is this surface studio a footnote in a year or two or is it growing is it something that's interesting that keeps going um but the the puck the the dial the surface dial or whatever it's referred to as um that one's got to prove it to me that one i think the device is cool and i think there's an opportunity there but the actual dial thing nah sounds like an accessory yeah it's mm. Yeah. And unless Not unless needed. it's a freebie and they can integrate it well, yeah, the the, the puck is going to, the dial is going to be. And a after a few months of having that accessory, you will lost. <laughs> <laughs> you will throw it against the wall. Yeah, it will it will fall in the wall in the toilet, <laughs> and it will stop working. Well, why would you be taking it into the toilet? What? <laughs> Sometimes you have to work in the toilet. The dial and the studio. You have you no, have you're to not go take the to the <laughs> toilet and thinks about things. Dion has a headset, so he can talk on the phone while in the toilet. I think a headset <laughs> and a laptop with a Surface dial and a mouse is a little overkill for taking a shit. And <laughs> to get I'm sorry. Okay, I do my best work God. after I've <laughs> yeah. I mean, dropped a load. Some of my best <laughs> tweets are on the pot, but not my best creative work. Oh, okay. geez. I mean. Sometimes I'm walking the dog. Sometimes I'm on the toilet. You have enough <laughs> no of one knows. time to think, <laughs> think about things. So you bring okay, your so computer. So uh, staying on technology, <laughs> worldwide IT guys, right? <laughs> staying on technology, there was a whole thread about the the Pixel and its camera mm -hmm. versus the mm -hmm. iPhone and its camera. Amazing. I think it's funny that they're they're focused on the camera, but. You guys were talking about this, so uh, like, what was the net result of that? The net result, well, so this this whoever I, and I, I apologize for not giving the the uh, author <coughs> their due, but um, we can look a, that up. A couple months ago, they they had put their you know the um, the iPhone seven, and they did some very nice video. It, it was a cinematographer, and uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know if it was a he or she. But uh, some very nice video of what the iPhone 7 was able to do. Um, just just gorgeous stuff um, taken from a cinematographer who knows how to kind of get stuff out of whatever camera they're using, which underlies the point that it's often it's the photographer, not the device. Mm -hmm. But um, I agree with you. That, that yep. said. Matteo Bertoli. 
Yes, that's who the uh, cinematographer was. So then recently, Mateo got his hands on a, a, a Google Pixel and did another series and and also some just just some beautiful stuff, you know, taking advantage of some of the uh, stabilization features of um, the Pixel and 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 put it up. Um, also good stuff, you know, probably things that, you know, a normal person doesn't even pick up on. Um, so the net the net result was um, he gave the Pixel just a tiny slight edge. They're the, both pretty damn good, is I think what I took away from that. Yeah, yeah. Just just a smidge, the tiniest of smidge of of edge. And none of this is getting on to the features of what, you know, the other features of the phone and what it can do. You know, and, and that always gets down to which camp are you in to begin with, so. Um, yeah, I, I liked, but, so I, I'm going to so go I ahead. shared I, I shared the... Um, almost the exact same sentiment from the CNET article that was posted about the same time where they did the exact same thing. They just had a guy who knows how to take pictures, take pictures with both phones and compare what he did with each. And I'm, I I don't know. I like to be my, I guess my brain is tricked easily into liking the HDR pictures with a lot of depth of field where there's (laughs) a lot of contrast. And I feel like they're like, I feel like I'm there as opposed to, an actual representation of what was happening, right? So do a little bit of your magic to make it look more artistic for me. I'm fine with that. Um, and the Pixel 1, again, the CNET 1 showed all these pictures, and I picture after picture, um, except for, I think, the macros. I think the iPhone did better with the macros. But long story short, um, the the depth of field, the HDR technology, the, the contrast Pixel, to me, looked better. And I was like, "Wow, that that's awesome!" And I'm glad they're doing that. And you know, I'm I'm glad both phones are great. I'm glad they're smidges away from each other. I think it's it's better best for everybody, um, you know. And and that's kind of I was just uh, acknowledging and saying, "Yeah, Pixel's great. Like they've got a lot of good things going on." Um, and you know, when we step away from the photography point of the Pixel for a second, I did share the Siri versus the Google Assistant thing too, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, long story short, Pixel stepped up into a market where Pixel can be its own brand, its own thing, and Google's like, Google's going to do a phone, a Google phone, not just an Android phone. This is a phone by Google, and Google's stepping into the market where it says, all right, Apple, let's go head-to-head again on something. Yeah, And I feel I don't like they can compete because they have historically been good at it. I don't want to belittle any of this commentary because I think it's spot on correct. Um, and both cameras and both phones probably are pretty much on par. There are little things like you like the way Google, uh, its assistant does things better than you like the way Series does. Or this little, you know, it's more... Um, vibrant of a photo because it's doing different processing and all that fun stuff i'm going to go back to the article though that dan i think you shared the the bertoli thing and i love this paragraph all the footage in the video was shot with the google pixel although it did have some help as bertoli used and it starts simple right he used a tripod oh well okay he used a tripod a rhino slider which i have no idea what it is and the shoulder pod s1 and um, now I'm going, all right, 
uh, you're talking about things I have no clue what they are. So who knows? Maybe this was a big deal. But he didn't use any gimbals or additional lenses, although he has promised to upload an upgraded version at some point. The video has also been color corrected with DaVinci Resolve. Filmic Pro, a manual <laughs> camera app, was also used for some portions of the video to con control certain aspects of the recording. This guy was producing a yeah. video. This is not, I <laughs> took my pixel out and shot some video. He used all models as well. <laughs> <laughs> he had body Which doubles. Which goes back to what you said. I mean, he's a professional and he's going to take care with what he's producing. And their point is, well, <clears throat> these are all within reach of a consumer. They're not a, like a big deal. But it, it overblows it a little bit. You look at the video and you go, holy crap, I'm going to go buy a Pixel and do this. Eh, you might need to work a little bit to get there. <laughs> I, actually, um, I actually had a different point about the whole thing because I was actually really excited about Google's phone because I own a Moto uh, X second generation, which is basically a phone built by Motorola. Well, Google owned Motorola, so they basically picked up Motorola got all the patents and let them go, gave them to Lenovo. So I was really excited about this. And I gotta say, this is one of the ugliest phones I've ever seen. Like, I mean- The new Pixel? The new Pixel, it looks horrible. I mean, it's an $800 phone. It looks like crap. I mean, I would just, it, it, I, I expected more from them. I mean, it's just, it's horrible. Why did this chin and this, I mean, I, there's there are no physical buttons on the chin. Why, why did they do this? And usually I'm willing to let this 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 slide, but I mean this is just horrible. I, mean, I think I, it's typical Google. They it, just, it is a it's an engineer's wet dream. It does a ton of crap. It's great. I wanna, and yet they they are not a design company, and they prove it time and time again. I want to plug a phone, because a week after Google Pixel came out, this Chinese company called Xiaomi. Yep. Goes totally out, recognizable brand name. Yep. Goes out. This is their second phone. I, Wait, I shared. What's it. that sarcasm? I'm not yeah. sure. Second <laughs> phone that they made. It's. I actually shared it with you guys. They go out and they share a phone. It's called the Mix. It's about the same size as Google Google Pixel. It has better specs. Uh, it has a four hundred four thousand four hundred milliamp battery, a six point four inch display, in the same body because it, it has virtually no edges around it. it. It looks like the future. You said no bezel, basically no. A, a edgeless screen. Edgeless screen. It's, it's just, beautiful. It, it's it's, the, it's gorgeous. The, it's gorgeous. I am so rooting for this phone. The best thing about it is it has top line specs. Yeah, but this website you put it on, it, they, need to, they need to market it a hell of a lot better than they are. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, it's this is terrible. They are Chinese. Just, it's, it's just, just Chinese. It's just specs. This is just GSM Arena. They have just the specs of the phone, but the phone looks amazing. It's currently only available in China, and I'm hoping it comes here because it is $300 cheaper than the Google Pixel. And do, if it, do we know if it blows up in your face? It'll your blow pocket? up in does your it, face. Does it <laughs> explode <laughs> in any way? Like, I'm not really sure. Like, Either that yeah. or dis disintegrate in your hands. Yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't really read the safety <laughs> measures that if I need to take to own this phone. If this phone does not blow up in your face, okay. if it does not blow up in your pocket. Is there a fire retardant case I can buy for it? Uh, does it, it charge comes with a case. Does it, it charge in 15 minutes? Isn't that the other Pixel thing that I've seen in the commercials? It charges in 15 minutes. It's, I mean, most of the phones are going to get fast charge now. And and, uh, and I think we're in for a lot more uh, Note 7s. 
because these, they're pushing the batteries way too too hard. Yeah, it, it charges. In the Note 7, it's just the beginning. It's going to keep happening. But it should be a it should be a buyer beware to this whole thing. Uh, manufacturer yeah. beware, you know? Well, manufacturer, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, this this is this could likely kill at least Samsung's phone business. This Note 7 fiasco. I mean, they're saying that bad. that didn't happen to any of their phones when testing, but how they test them? I mean, you'd think that they'd use the phones like every other day user and even more. I, I'm sure they had you know, or is top, that their top men top on that people. for about 20 seconds. <laughs> and they needed to get it out to market <laughs> because someone else was going to release a phone and they had to get theirs out first. Well, that, that is true. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, t- typical, uh, I think, typical stuff. But it, I don't think it'll... Ki- All right, I'm the guy who said that the Volkswagen fiasco was going to hurt their business long term and I, I don't think it has proven out. Oof. Um now, I, now I'm going to go the other They're route. They're just say, getting their announcement and how much, how many billions? I was like, oh what my. What was it, 16? Oh. Yeah, it's like $16 billion. Basically, everybody who owns a Volkswagen. You get a car. You, it's basically <laughs> like, here's your money back. Sorry, go buy a new Volkswagen or other car of your choosing. Oh, my God. Can you imagine $16 billion worth of cars over X amount of years? The thing is, is you could you can get the value of your car before the scandal. So you could have totally yes. trashed yes. Yeah. your car. Yeah. Way, yeah, like I've driven this car. It's got 250,000 miles on it. Oh, I'm going to get 90% of the value of this car? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Here Not comes so my bad. Mercedes. So maybe it will impact them the way I thought it was going to. I ultimately. think it's a big deal. $16 billion is not. Wow, we flipped, we flipped the coin. That I was, think. You were saying at the time, nah, it's not going to matter. And I was going, ooh, this is big. Well, the settlement came out, and they were like, uh, the courts were like, you're fucked, Volkswagen. <laughs> at first, I was like, this has never been done before. Like, they're just going to say, slap on the wrist, emissions, who gives a fuck? It's just the environment in our world, but whatever. And somebody said, no, it's kind of a big deal. And court ruling, and now we're at $16 billion settlement, and I think – even Volkswagen's gonna have to choke on that for a while. So, anyways, Volkswagen stock price 2015, 253, 2016. Up or down? Uh, 250. Now it's going down. It's like 110. Yeah, no shit. 106, 103. There you go. So it hurt them. It is hitting them. <laughs> yeah. You think? <laughs> a 16 dollar, 16 billion dollar. My settlement original is assessment huge. was yeah. right. That's it was huge. gonna have an impact. Boom. Maybe yeah. it's, well, maybe and, it's and Volkswagen, Volkswagen bounce back. No, they'll bounce back. Mm-hmm. And Samsung <laughs> is, uh, you know, they they are the the you know Korean juggernaut. So I mean, and they they have their fingers in just about every pot possible. So, um, however, there is a story about their you know some of their washing machines blowing up too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. What is that hanging over the railing of your deck? Oh, yeah, my my washer blew up. <laughs> it's, it's all of that load of laundry plus some metal. and <laughs> That's hilarious. I did not know that that was going on. Um, so what else? Did, did we have a, was there a transformation topic to talk about this week? I can't even, I can't well, even keep I up. think we... Didn't we have a call this week? There was a call this that week. That someone in the room may have 
better knowledge than I do because I wasn't on the call. But yeah, some of us weren't there for the whole thing. Was I there? don't know what I can say or not say. It's everything fine. Don't I, worry I, about it. Everything's fine? Yeah. Transformation <laughs> is going great. Elisa said so. We're good to go. Don't I, spend any more money IBM is what I got. We are negotiating. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe at the end of November we will have you some catastrophe. You said one thing you shouldn't have said. Yeah, anything. right? So I don't even know if we can <laughs> talk about it based on everything that was said. But as a company going through transformation and we're outsourcing IT to IBM, these are the things that we can say in the podcast and are promoting <laughs> as who we are. Um there is a parent company that's not happy with how that transformation's going. Um which, but it's which not is so much good. But so so it's been acknowledged that how the transformation is going as far as service and support by IBM isn't as good as it should be. Uh, and it's been recognized that it's been actually horrible and that improvements need to be made. And even the surge for 30 days didn't really make an indent on that. Um, but the bigger problem is, and the thing that I find disheartening, to be honest with you, is it's all about dollars and fucking cents. Yeah, they suck. They will continue to suck. We'll work to make it suck less. But the thing that we're fighting is the millions of dollars that have been negotiated for the contract that they want to pay and what we don't want to pay. And that's why we're in negotiations. It has nothing to do with the service, nothing to do with the impact of IT for our all of our operating companies. Um, it only has to do with they thought they were going to make half a billion dollars over seven years. They're not going to make half a billion dollars over seven years. We're not going to save $40 million over seven years. Uh, so we're all unhappy with this. Um, and unless somebody agrees to something, we're going to court. That's what I took away from this call. And I'm not sure if any of what I just said for the past 90 seconds can even be on this podcast. But if it can, <laughs> that was the part that was very disheartening. So basically the CFOs are unhappy, but everyone else, you know, that's what matters. The CFOs are yeah, but not happy with this deal. The most astonishing thing no, is no, that the, the point nobody's happy, John. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, but to learn that the, this call was to say that we are aware all, of all the problems, but IBM just uh, learn about it. Just it was, now, it was news to the, IBM's board. Yeah, they they didn't know about any problems, and they realized that there are problems they, with service delivery, or they, there are problems with senior, the contract. Their senior management <laughs> d wasn't aware of any problems with their service. <laughs> so, IBM's senior management wasn't aware that there was that big an issue yeah. when it was brought to them, but. The fact that there are service issues seems to be in the back seat to the the negotiated contract yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I get it because we're talking about you promised to deliver something which we can fix over time. Fuck that shit. But the immediate thing is half a billion dollars over seven years. That seems to be. And I guess if I, I want were, my money. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about it too. That would probably be the focus on my mind too. Um, but from our standpoint, we're not saving as much money. From their point, they're not making as much money. But from from the people in this room standpoint, 
what the fuck's happening with yeah. our employees, our business, and the future of yeah. IT and technology in general, right? Like, you're completely wiping, what, two, five, seven years off the map of where we are, where we were headed, our direction, our technology goals, the things we need to promise to business and consumers and clients and everybody. It's like, what the... They they got transferred a lot of people so. from our company to their company yes. and then they fired them well, and, that's a separate all point. The and that was raised in q2 with our yeah. transformation but in that ibm guys, inherited people you, you guys were, and let were them focused go. on we have to we have to find the positive in this oh experience. yeah hang on oh. hang on we have to find the positive here's the positive before i find a positive here's the positive <laughs> you guys may remember <laughs> that oh ross is asking for one as well yeah, I see um, his hands up anybody else the positive is IBM has a track record now of apologizing. Hmm. So remember that uh, that Australia had a fiasco. Thank you, Leo. Over their census. Maybe the and, ticket and is IBM still in the wrong resolver group. <laughs> yes. it, went, it, it all went to global comms. Yeah, it all went to my That Q. is the problem. It's your I'm problem. Sorry. John was there it's your fault. to solve the census problem for IBM. It's only global comps, <laughs> and I deleted it. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apocalypse. <laughs> but they apologized. Oh my gosh, they they will be very very sorry After for a everything few years, we're going So through. maybe they will apologize like in 2020 exactly. to us. This is the silver lining. After the contract is done. These are the green shoots you've been waiting for. Ooh wow. Green shoots. Not even our next president can apologize for what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> our next president, Only don't, if you're don't offended. I'm that. joking. If you're not offended, there's no apology necessary. Exactly. <laughs> would would um, uh, the potential, <clears throat> hopefully not, next president be able to solve the cyber attack that hit us because we gave up the DNS management? We <laughs> totally. <laughs> Sold the farm. Oh, thanks, Obama, for giving away all of the domain naming, and therefore, boom, we got attacked recently and had an issue. That's right? One word. It works. That's not what happened. What? Bigger firewalls. <laughs> Bigger walls. <laughs> Those pipes are so loose. We're going to make Anonymous pay for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Find them. We're going to build a bigger firewall and Anonymous is going to pay. Yes, perfect. Um, no, the problem is the people who are in charge of regulating and, and managing the security of these things have no idea what the fuck DNS is. That's the problem. The lawmakers. Our government, our yes. lawmakers, our yes. people who spend the money to make sure things are safe. Jeez, John, this is like three <laughs> weeks in a row or something like this. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What are you oh doing? Oh my gosh, that's messy over there. He's, ah. he's every week now. He's got like this cleaner out because he's got beer all over the place. This is it's terrible. These, it's these bad beers that you brought in from the lake. <laughs> it's a, it's a. He always drinking, sees You're drinking the, the high life over there. Yes. I gave you. A oh. I already had one, but I, this is my backup. Don't go to the backups. Don't I worry. Think, he I think it always uses the same chair, so. It is. It is a miss. Appropriation of resources, and that the well, NSA. What is the NSA? John cleaning the chair. Stop. Yes. That is. <laughs> stop. Just way over my pay grade. Looking internally at, you know, me talking to my wife or, or whatever. All the internal communications of the United States. 
and they need to start paying attention to foreign attacks. I mean, that but is really what their charter the is. Attacks were Keep from our computer the systems US. and communications safe from attack. That's not what they're doing. They're, they're spying on, you know, foreign and domestic communications. That is not what their the charter. NSA's yes. charter is. They're yeah. supposed to keep our communications secure, and they're failing miserably. And now the Worldwide IT guys have come out, and therefore everything we're doing is being watched. Thank you very mm. much. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, you can find me in a <laughs> suburb of Chicago. Oh. And there you go. Uh, yeah, look us, tweet us. We'll we'll get you to Dan's house. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, besides the rant about the NSA, um, let's talk a little bit about the attack that crippled our internet. So everybody knows what happened, right? Yeah, a bunch yeah. of cheap Chinese. Why do uh, we always have to, you know, blame China? Well, because it's China. China <laughs> produced a lot of crap that got incorporated into cheap electronics that was hackable. Um, sometimes it's the 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 purchaser's fault for not changing their default password. Sometimes it wasn't even part of the system that they could change. Um, yeah, that was the interesting thing to me is that you know you're a responsible technology owner and you buy a webcam and you put it in your house and you go, well, I'm not going to leave this, you know, web interface management. I'm not going to leave the, the password, uh, you know, whatever as my password, password or admin or whatever the password is, right? I'm not going to just let that be because that would be stupid. And then you're still at fault because not you, but the company has opened up Telnet or some other service. Right. With the same bloody simple password. Right. Or, there, yeah, there's another user. There's a root user so that they... That has could, a simple yeah. guessable password or right. known password. Right. It's just... It's ludicrous. This is... So, I... Um, one of the articles that I read on the topic, I, I really supported. Um, they, the guy was like, this, the industry, the manufacturers need to be pressed on this to establish a consortium, a regulating body, they need to pay for it. It's a dues-based thing. So anybody who's producing electronics that wants to get certified pays dues to this organization. That organization is there to regulate. Not, you know, anybody can do what they want to do, but to get like the, the UL's, UL yeah. certification like you have on electronics, that's what this this industry needs the the internet based manufacturers of hardware need to have some stamp on them that consumers can look at and go that one adheres to the proper standards i'm going to buy that one and the the manufacturers ultimately need to pay for that all you know with this dues based service that gets them the certification and then they are the watchdog to say does this manufacturer build things in a responsible way? Are they closing loops and not opening these, you know, potential ports on their devices to these, you know, hacks? Um, is it easy? No. But I was I was like, thank you. That, Somebody with a solution. That needs to happen. I mean, 
and right and right now we're you know you know days after the that vulnerability actually it wasn't even days it was pretty simultaneous the dirty cow vulnerability that is affecting Linux which essentially gives any I'm not familiar any user Love the name. any the user that that has access to a system can subvert memory in such a way that they can gain root access which applies mm. now to Android. Mm. And the the ugly the sad ugly state of Android is that there are tons of devices out there that aren't patched at all if they're older than 3 years. Yep. Hardly if they're older than 2 years. Well, and they've been sold to like you know, grandmas and people who will never Right. Think right. or care and, about and, this and then stuff. the ugly state of affairs in the United States, at least, that the carriers don't upgrade mm. at all unless there's some incentive. So you know what you know their 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 incentive is to get you to buy a new phone. That's yep. your upgrade. Yeah. You're not going to get a patch from us at all. Pixels for grandma. Action. Right. Well, and that and that's and that is a benefit of the pixel. At least Google will patch that. Actually, and it does, you it's get not up to the a carrier. lot of flav- uh, Android Android flavors, so they are unable. Actually, if they want to update the the firmware, they cannot because they are so customized to some hardware, some devices. They cannot offer a new uh well upgrade but that's i mean that's that's you know i'm not going to pick on motorola because that's not really the way they've operated but let's oh, come on pick on motorola come on let's pick on um <laughs> lg highway uh, or something highway they, yeah. they, they they've they've engineered the phone so that uh um th- they say oh it's google's fault so they they've created this perfect blame game yep um which isn't true i mean Google will patch the ugly vulnerabilities. It is then up to the manufacturer to upgrade the kernel. Yep. Is this um, where I insert the angry Apple rant, or do I just yeah. let that? No, go well, for it. The, no, the, the nice it. thing is, I'm not. I'm not I'm Apple not, not being that. Linux not isn't vulnerable to oh. the same hack. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, it yeah. has its own vulnerabilities, but I really, I don't know. The the Android thing, and you know, you, you know, kudos to go to Apple. Uh, it's why a lot of people have chased Apple for a long time is that they said we're going to manage this. They had the right idea when they went into it. They've bastardized and used power in, you know, bad ways since, but they went into it saying we need to control this to the nth degree. So we know that this app that's coming into our App Store isn't going to introduce a bad experience for the end user, right? So those kinds of decisions and the fact that they're going to own that ecosystem and say, we're going to control it. We're going to make sure things get upgraded. No, no AT&T, no T-Mobile, no Verizon. No, you don't have control right. over this platform. It's ours. Right. You can participate. And, in the, and, and that this is going to be the lesson for Google. Absolutely. That, that they, they, they will have to wrestle control. Yep. And this will finally be the... Yeah, but it sounds like Google saying, all right, we're going to take back ownership of Pixel and our device and our thing, and Android's going to be left out there bastardized to do what it's got to do. 
Well, and and, and that might right? be true. That might right? that might be very true. In that and and that might be a incentive to buy a Pixel, which is not going to be an easy sell because Google's it's a six hundred dollar phone. phone. Eight, but eight. that's what they are, and <laughs> Wait, and the people are paying six eight. Nine hundred dollars for phones these days. Well, if you want, so the answer will Over be: if you want security, you're going to have to. You know, if you want security, you have to pay. The, and that's what the you know what you DM want the forty five dollar or free phone from whatever carrier, then you get the Android but all flavor of the month. All of you them want are, Google's secure thing that they're going to manage and promise you, similar to the oh, way wait. Apple says we're okay. going to deliver and promise you. That's that's what I think is going to happen. S- Steve, did you ever remark? I I did, but I've totally forgotten what it was. No, I <laughs> I think the phone organ the the phone companies are have moved into that model. He's right. They're still the cheap things that you can do. And I think you know back to the regulating group, the self-regulating group, the manufacturers kind of coming to grips with. We're going to stamp this thing with sort of this approval that says, "Hey, consumer." buy this one and you're safe will come into play but they're all you know they're not selling 600 800 dollar phones anymore they're selling 25 dollars a month 30 dollars a month that's what you're paying you pay that and you get a new phone and in a couple of years you keep paying that and you get another new phone yeah and that it's it's a subscription model to a phone while they don't say that you're buying this is your phone of course it's your phone they're selling a subscription model to the hardware and and that while i don't necessarily agree to it i think i understand why we've evolved to that state it it protects people and gives them something that they are comfortable paying they aren't thinking about eight hundred dollars for a phone they're thinking about yeah i can it's like their car right no hell no i can't buy thirty thousand dollars oh I can pay, yeah, I can pay that a month, sure, right? And that's the consumer mentality that they're catering to. Yeah, you can spend $26 a month for a phone, $30 a month for a phone, go for it. Um, And they're protected, ostensibly. What I don't like about, um, what I don't like about the marketing of that Pixel is, it is being presented as a Verizon only phone, oh, which is total huge, bullshit. <laughs> huge mistake. I mean, it's the same mistake uh, Apple made with AT and T early on. Yeah, it's I, I I just can't comprehend it at all. Other than, I, but it's you know, not. If, if you could get your hands on the unlock phone, but it's all sold out at the moment. You would just go to the Google Store and buy co- the unlock phone and correct sign it up. Correct, but they're what I read last night actually about this is they're all unlocked. Verizon is selling an unlocked phone, but in order to get one, you have to sign up for service. It, well, it's <laughs> it's not an unlocked bootloader, though. Hmm. So, huh. So which is very still, which is very <sighs> Nexus contrary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I know it's not the Nexus anymore, but it's in the spirit of Nexus that the bootloader is unlocked so that if you wanted to root it go you for know, it go for it i mean you'll you'll lose some features because right. we don't want you to have android pay or whatever they're calling it now because you know it, you've unlocked it and it could be vulnerable but you can do it you're a developer we get it yeah go for it yeah 
Yeah. Um, what was the first Google phone? You had it. The Nexus One. Yeah. And that's what Tara bought. She loved it. It was great. It was a great phone. It was a good it's, phone. I mean, it's ergonomically, it's. I think it's still my favorite phone. Yeah. It just fit she, your hand perfectly. I know. She still talks about that. And I'm like, no, Apple's better. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, you made that clear a few weeks ago. Every right? family yeah. gets together. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know. I keep ranting. You guys but are dead to me. Pixel. Here we go. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, so I have I have to share um, in in our little conversation um, uh, on a, a, a closed community in work at work here. Um, so th- the proposed parody. Somebody wants to shoot this, they should. The internet needs a parody video. This is from a listener. Thank you, Doug, for for listening and for caring. Um, the internet needs a parody video starring a clueless Mac user <clears throat> writing on his iMac with an iPad Pro pencil and twisting an echo dot around on the screen, yes. wondering why nothing is working and probably blaming Obama. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I think that's terrific. So somebody shoot that video. Submit it to uh, Worldwide IT Guys on Twitter. We're, we're waiting for your video. Um, you know, the wh- uh, the well, winner will get a T-shirt. A John, yeah, that's definitely a John Oliver last week tonight video if I've ever Oh, heard of one. yes. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> well, a geekier version of a John Oliver. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that <clears throat> exists, but okay. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're sort of – we should start winding down here time-wise. Um, John – did you have any vendors come this week? I, I got a funny one today. Oh. Uh, it, it's not one of our best ones, but mm. uh, the the subject was, I can help cure the common cloud. <laughs> so that she's doing a parody of common cold and common cloud. Mm-hmm. And I just love the, the first line, I'm still trying to reach you for a few minutes of your time. <laughs> I wanted to see if was you were bold, interested. Or it's all caps? Yeah. Or, okay. Interested in speaking about security for your cloud services and infrastructure for AWS. So, I guess I'm hard to get a hold of, but that's the best I have this week. That that's a good yeah. one. I, I'll uh, um, you br- brought up AWS, so I, I added somewhat of a, a shocking conversation today, where, um, as you know, we've been migrating more and more of our things to AWS, not subversively, but leveraging technology where it makes the most sense. And we've been moving down this path and it's all been going good. And we had a conversation today with you know a, a team member um, on the other side of this transformation discussion, one of our Cortech counterparts. And they suggested that in the midst of all of this, you know, perhaps we consider moving things when we've had problems and stuff not working right or we're waiting on IBM for X, Y, or Z. Maybe you want to consider moving things to AWS. And it was everything in my being just wanted to burst and go, oh, my God, we've been doing that. Are you kidding me? But no, no. <laughs> it's like, that sounds like a brilliant idea. Maybe we'll consider that. Thank we'll, you very we'll give much. Give it a shot. We'll put a few things up there and see how they <laughs> how they run. We'll just ha- we'll have a go with that. We'll kick see. the tires a little bit and see. <laughs> I thought it was great. Uh, um, and finally, I haven't seen this, so I'm asking you guys. Somebody submitted one of our listeners um, 
from Australia, you know who you are, list, uh, submitted a some video of this bug or spider or what. What was mm. this thing? Did you guys watch this? Jesus. No, I, I didn't watch it. I refuse to believe that's that's real. It was that, right. No, no. What is it? Is it a spider or is it a? No, it's fake. No, it's fake. No, there is a humongous bug on the no. side of this desk. We'll put this in the uh, in the links on our website so you guys can see it. It looks pretty real when when it zoomed no, in. No, it no. looks pretty damn real. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Everything in Australia is monstrous it's and bigger. can kill you. No, everything in us, everything Our, Aussie is uh, is bigger. People are ignoring. Everything global in Texas warning. is bigger. Oh. Or Australia. Sorry, people huh? are ignoring global warming. I am ignoring this one. <laughs> no, you don't like the big crawly things. It's eating a rat. No, <laughs> no. So it is eating a rat. Okay. Yeah, it, it's no. It, next thing up would be like small children. No, 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 no. <laughs> really? That's your progression? Yeah. Is rat. that the evolutionary scale? Was, yeah. Like we went from rats to people. Boom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like DNA tests are done that way. I mean, you, you know, you experiment in rats when it's ready in rats. You go to people. <laughs> yeah. They I'd love to see this thing take on like a Chicago and New York rat. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the picture yet. Oh, my God. But uh, if so it took on one of our rats. I was I was listening to um, a radio show, and there was this group that in New York, apparently, there is a group of their terriers. I didn't know terriers they hunt rats. Jack I mean, Russell. So. Oh yeah. They hunt uh, rodents like this, and and this was the whole focus of this story was around this dog who had this hunting like instinct, and there's a pack of terriers. There's a a club effectively that goes out in the middle of the night and chases down rats, and the the funny thing to me was. I mean, it was a good story, and, you know, the the way they told it was very good. But the funny thing is they gave the statistics. They're like, so these, like, eight dogs that go out every weekend, one weekend night a week, right? Holy crap. They are fighting a losing battle. The the number of rats in New York. one weekend night a week. uh, Sorry? Their wives won't let them out more than just one night a week. (laughs) I'm sure that's what it is. The the number Always of rats out with the boys. and the the way that they pre- reproduce and these people think that they're making a difference because they're out there hunting down rats. It's like you guys have no fucking clue how bad this is. <laughs> the billions of rats in the community, it's and it just keeps growing. Oh um, yeah, insane. So didn't you want to say any story about your neighborhood? I. I'm going to pass on that one this week. You're not going to uh, tell your story this week? You better bring your shit. Oh, wow. Do, do, we, bring that do, shit. do we have time for, for my story? Well, oh, we yeah. do, but is this a uh, bad uh, timing in the podcast? Or? No, I no, think we do it. It's never a bad All right. time. Go ahead. All right. So, um, Meanwhile, in Ross's neighborhood. <laughs> meanwhile, in McKinley Park area in Chicago. A pack um, of rats. We have those. Don't worry. Um, anyway, so I had a very fun weekend. So... I'm sleeping in Sunday morning, and somebody rings my doorbell. 
and I do what every normal person does when somebody rings their little bird. Grab your gun. Ignore it. First ignore it. Absolutely. I ignore it. But this person is persistent. So I get out of my bed. I'm in my underwear and I'm kind of hiding behind the door. And it's my next door neighbor saying, hey, listen, our car got broken into. We think yours got broken into as well. And I go like, great. This is perfect beginning of a Sunday. Put my clothes on. Put my slippers on. Go outside. And my neighbor is out there cleaning the glass on her Dodge minivan. And I take a look at my car and I see inside my dashboard is all over my car. And I go, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. Open my car, go in there. And I'm thinking my dashboard is broken. My radio is missing. So I, you know, go around, look at the whole thing. Take my phone out, call the cops, report the thing. And what I didn't know at the time is that I actually had a $600 uh, Bluetooth slash TV radio in my car. I had no idea because the previous owner put that into my car and I was just using it as a regular radio. I had no idea it was worth anything because if I knew I had a $600 radio in my car, I would have taken it out and put something in cheaper because my neighborhood doesn't really allow for that sort of thing. So anyway... The cool thing about the whole thing Short was... Short story long. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you it was going to be a long story. So the cool thing about the whole thing is um, apparently my Toyota Camry is so easy to get into and so easy to disassemble. So I, I kind of had a comparison. The next door neighbor's Dodge minivan had a broken window and they couldn't get the, get to the radio. So they actually broke most of the dashboard to get to the radio my toyota camry they opened the door i have an alarm they turned it off because that's apparently something you can do in under three seconds <laughs> they disassembled the dashboard in such a way that when i was putting everything back it all just clicked into place and the only thing that happened was i was down a radio my window was not broken the only thing that i lost was a was a lock so they put a screwdriver in it and opened the car and took the radio I was I was actually pretty happy about that one. I love this. I you know, a <laughs> modular car that's easily disassembled and put back together. <laughs> Come and take what you want. Absolutely. Moral so, of the story, never lock your never car. Never lock your car. Buy, no. buy a what year? Two thousand two Toyota Camry. Buy a two Never lock it. Just leave it unlocked. If you want to take something, just take it. I had no damage besides the radio, so I, I, I had that whole thing. Um there's a sequel to the story. I don't know if we want to go there. Mm, what's, what's the new? yeah? Now you have me. My interest peaked. Sequel. <laughs> so Monday morning, I'm getting ready to work. So this happened Sunday. Monday morning, I'm getting ready to go to work. I, I I'm I usually back into work, so I'm I'm you know I put my biking gear on. I'm ready to go leave the door. The only thing that I'm missing is my shoes and my wallet, and I. <laughs> only. Only. And I'm looking around. Well, as you to, do. You yeah. <laughs> sure. So Just I'm these things. looking for my wallet. I can't find it anywhere. So now I'm kind of freaking out because one of the things that I had in my car was the key to my house. So now I start freaking out, like, where the, where's my wallet? Did these guys that actually broke into my car actually come into my house and take my wallet because it's in a very easy to reach place? So I'm freaking out. I'm looking for it all over the place. I wake my girlfriend. I'm like, help me find this thing because I'm losing my mind. So we spend the next three hours looking for my wallet. It's never n nowhere to be found. We retrace my steps to where I lost it. We call the place I was 
you know, where I was with Went my back wallet. to the strip club. Yeah, we went back to the strip <laughs> club where I took my girlfriend and when yes. we had our, our party. And um, it's not at the strip club. It's, it's not at the limo where that we took to the strip club. <laughs> and um, so finally, like halfway through Monday, I just say, you know what? It's gone. I'm never going to find it. Cancel everything and go to the DMV, go to the bank, go to everything. Cool thing about it is I actually found, and I did not think this was possible, I found a capable DMV. It's the one in downtown. <laughs> the, this is the gold right here. <laughs> the oh, you know why? DMV. That's the express. Yeah, the express <laughs> The express one. one's good. Oh, I in could, the Thompson Center? Yeah, in the yeah. Thompson Center. I yeah. couldn't believe what happened. I went in 15 minutes out. I was done. I mean, they gave me a paper license because now apparently it takes three weeks for you yes, to Yes, because you have the... the TSA approved ones now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes three weeks to get a new one. I got a paper one. I got a new license, got new everything, got a new wallet, new whatever. But apparently people don't know about the paper licenses because after the whole day ended, I really needed a beer. So I went to my local liquor store tried to buy go. a beer. <laughs> mm, what dark horse did you buy this time? I actually looked at the dark horse. He couldn't buy a damn thing. I couldn't buy a damn, damn thing. So the Zero money, zero ID, zero credit. Go. So the highlight of my day was I'm standing at this counter ready to lose my mind because apparently Chicago PD doesn't really care about the small thefts because when they I don't. called uh, them to, 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 to report my car, they just gave me a case number and told me to fuck off. So I was like, if you don't give me this beer, I am stealing it. I don't give a shit. I'm drinking a beer tonight. Like... I. Luckily, my girlfriend was there, so she bought me beer, which actually made me feel, feel more like shit than everything else. But I she still just need to meet your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so you need to bring her in or she does not happy hour sometime. Just <laughs> let him believe she does. It's fine. Okay. Bring your imaginary girlfriend. Was she there at lunch today? Maybe she was. No, Correct. she was not. I'm actually <laughs> trying to get her to come one Wednesday. She's working now, so that's a bit of a problem. Oh. No, but that's a good thing. Don't. No, that's th not th a that's problem. A, well, it, it would be a good thing if it wasn't an internship and if she actually got paid. That would be an amazing thing. But she's doing like an internship at this company, and she's working for free. So it's not the best of it. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's real. Bad. References. We have references. We have references to give. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry you had such a rough weekend. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that rough. Um, it, it wasn't was, head in the lagoon rough. No, so. yeah. But I, I did witness one more thing that was kind of cool. I witnessed my first time medicinal marijuana use <laughs> ever. So <laughs> when I first came to the car, was I it after you car or the walk got stolen or? No, no, no. It was it was actually my neighbor. So oh, I okay. came in, and my neighbor is shaking. Like, he is losing his mind. And he literally told me, like, I am so happy this happened to you as well. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean? What, wait, like, was he shaking because he was angry? He was angry. He was okay. losing okay. his shit. Because he told me, like, this is the fourth time this has been happening to me. Like, now I'm thinking somebody's been targeting me. But no. But no, it, apparently it happens to you as well. So we're being targeted together. <laughs> Yay. That's a positive. So he, after they clean up the glass and everything, he just pulls out a joint and says, listen, dude, I'm sorry, but I really need this. And he actually goes with his wife and they <laughs> smoke pot right there in the parking lot. I'm like, yeah, this is medicinal use of marijuana. The guy was really, really upset. Did they now, share? They shared. Everything was fine. It was. It was all good. And I was. I was kind of between themselves. I yeah. mean, yeah. they, they yeah. wouldn't share with yeah. him. Yeah. F off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> they were both enjoying. Yes, they. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm I okay. I'm not sorry that you had a bad weekend. No, that sounds horrible. It's been a nice. Um, no, you learned really, a lot no. about your Toyota, though. So. Yeah, I learned a lot about my Toyota. I learned. I found a uh, efficient DMV. I um, know who to ask for pot. Um, and did, you know. Did you get a replacement radio? We worked on that today. I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit afraid to get it. Actually, I mean, I would because uh, now I found like a seventy nine dollar replacement. But oh. I mean, those guys didn't really know what they were what doing. You, all you need is a port underneath the dash somewhere with to the, plug in USB, right? Yeah, right? Exactly. So you need something in your trunk that does the job. Maybe an old Android phone. I'll think about it. I just... I don't yeah, they're not Androids are amazing, Ross. You totally <laughs> you go Actually, Android Dion's phone. family, like he's got two, <laughs> two <laughs> members, I, I think. I hear the Jaume's. Jaume's. <laughs> boobs. But are you calling Dion's family boobs? No, That's no, really no, not no, no, nice. no, no, no. This is no, total I, recall at this point. I didn't want to mean. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. I think we should wind this down. We have been the Worldwide IT guys. Boobs, what are you saying? Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. We didn't bring up the Cubs. Uh, everybody have a great uh, week. We will catch you next time. Check us on Worldwide IT guys on Twitter and Instagram, and at www.itguys.com. Oh, and Worldwide IT Guys on Facebook. We're all over the place. Enjoy. Bye. 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 Thank you all. So are they going to win tonight, John? I hope so. Arietta against who? Uh, Bauer. Articles that say why the Cubs Bauer. are more in trouble than you may think. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Yeah, you're you're reading the White Sox blog. So, that's right. Uh, so sorry De- about that. De- Dion, it is ESPN.com, but <laughs> you you are in in the circle of friends. You are the one White Sox fan, and you've been quite magnanimous. Oh, so, very nice. Uh, um, so kudos to you on that. But how are the other demented White Sox fans? Oh, you Your should. Sh- are like, you yeah, didn't hear. I didn't. I did not share. I don't know if we're we're kind of still rolling here, but no, it, there was a out. doesn't matter. So CBS National Morning uh, News is like the co- Chicago is in their first World Series in seventy five years. Correct, seventy one. Whatever. Um, except for the fact that the White Sox were in the World Series in 2005. Yeah. (laughs) And Fox News, Cubs, and Chicago, first World Series. Uh, Wait, were they saying Chicago or were they saying Cubs? Cubs, They were saying Chicago. And I have numerous examples of where tweets, websites, and every news outlet from CBS, NBC, and ABC said. I totally don't believe you. Well, I, 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 I heard about the story. All right. Um, I, how many how many links will it take to prove? But I think they're one, three, five, because I have numerous. I've been sending them to my friends for the past. Well, Donald Trump is right. Hours. The media is stupid, but you haven't heard any of that <laughs> the kind of criminal shit from liberal us. media has been against the White Sox since two thousand five. <laughs>